I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I'm Sue Smith, and, and we love we scams. Love scams. Guys, we love scams. We love this pod. We're so excited for our amazing guest. Yes. He is in politics. He is mm-hmm. on Capitol Hill. Smart. He is smart. Dealing with fancy people in Congress. Yes. He's fighting the scams for the people. Please. Yes. W- working on bills. Bills. Laws. <laughs> <laughs> so much farther than Sue and I even can comprehend. Yeah, please welcome Yuri Beckelman. Yuri. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks really glad coming. to be here. Yes. So excited. Um, I'm super excited to be on this show. Like my career, I've been on hell for a while and I work on foreign affairs or technology, but like scams are what like get to me. Yeah. Every bill yes. I work on is like through the lens of the consumer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can like hear that special pitch of when someone's trying to scam you, it's like a yes. note almost. You yes. can hear it, yeah. right? Yes, it like because we've your... all been there. <laughs> and you, yeah. You... And so I hear it. I identify it. It frustrates me. And I don't know any other place in the world where I get to wake up in the morning, be irritated by some sort of scam, and then go to work and try to like fix it. That's an exciting job where you're like, oh, this is what I hate and I'm solving it. Yeah. I'm taking yeah. down yeah. the That's bad guys. That's how you feel about scam wow. Yeah. We're oh, yeah. No, I was on a plane and I was like, this is years ago, and I was on a plane and I had signed up for that monthly program of of go go in flight because yeah. okay, I thought it was yes. a better deal. I'm on the plane. I'm like, I've been I've been on one flight this month. This is yeah. nonsense. So I want to unsubscribe for it. So I try to unsubscribe for it, and they're like, you have to call between the hours of nine o'clock to three p.m., mm. which is nonsense. I'm on the plane, yes. and I subscribed on the plane. Right. So you're able to buy and purchase it, but yeah. you're not able to get out of it. So I have a bill called the Unsubscribe Act, which would literally say that if you subscribe one way, you have to be able to unsubscribe in the Whoa. same way. That's amazing, Yuri. Right? It's just like seems pretty simple. Damn, Yuri gets stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri don't play. 
Jewelry, don't play. I've been going over my bank account looking at like these random charges I've been getting and I have been calling and reaching out to companies and saying, I didn't approve Mm -hmm. this charge. It was an automatic subscription. I didn't renew the terms of contract. That's called negative option billing and my bill also addresses negative option billing. And I fought them and they've refunded because everyone's afraid of getting sued. Totally. There's so much good stuff in this space. Have you ever heard the term Roach Motel? No. Roach Motel is the term for... Uh, if you go on Amazon or Spotify and try to cancel a subscription, you can't find the yeah. cancel- cancellation. Oh. It's called a Roach Motel in design. Oh. As they set oh. it up so you get lost and can't get yes. out. Yes. <laughs> and that's on your bill? No, that's not addressed. Oh, okay. But the, the negative option billing is. So you have Thank to re- you. you have to actually you. subscribe. You, they can't just opt you in. Yes, and the opting in is what makes mm-hmm. me crazy. Yeah, you're yeah. Can, the worst. Yuri, can our um, listeners send you bill ideas that they want you mm-hmm. to work for? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, great. I love, I love a good scam, and I want to tear it into them. And you know, if you think about scams, what you're talking about is this like feeling of disrespect, yes, yes. and taking advantage of, and that is. Like undergirding our society, what causes so yes. much tension is this feeling of I am a human being and I deserve respect mm-hmm. and you are mistreating me. And now I feel like the system is taking advantage of me and I don't trust the system right. and I don't want to. And now I feel like I have the right to take advantage of someone else. And it is like yes. underlying to society. Ha- that's how totally. you do right. it. Totally. And if we did a better job of not ripping each other off, we could be much friendlier. Thank to you. Each other. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yuri, can you tell us like what? Your job is that you get to do this. Yeah, yeah. What do you? What's your so? Job? So right now I'm uh, I'm the deputy chief of staff for Congressman Mark Tano from California. Yeah, California. Um, yeah, Riverside area. So right near L.A. Um, but I've worked on the Hill for quite a while, and I used to work for a boss who was on the Energy and Commerce Committee, which has a subcommittee called Commerce, Trade, and Consumer Protection. Okay. When the Republicans took it over, they got rid of the Consumer Protection, and called it Manufacturing. Of course they did. Whatever, right? Yeah. There's a but lot going we on. <laughs> Democrats are back in power in the House. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I care about consumer protection and this um, and I've worked in the space for a long time. And mm-hmm. even if your boss like really cares about education or really cares about um, criminal justice reform, mm-hmm. there's always going to be this space that speaks to the consumer mm-hmm. that lives in their district who feels like they're being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's such great opportunity for good bills to work on yeah, um, and supporting people you know, locally totally so yeah. as totally. and I'm, so my favorite place for bill ideas used to be a blog called the consumerist which was owned by consumer reports i was just like that is where i would cherry pick oh, bill smart. ideas it was the best it's okay, gone so now smart. but it was yeah. my favorite you need to start a new blog. <laughs> as the chief of staff you can just like come up with bill ideas and make them happen i don't know so I'm, a, I'm the I'm, I'm the deputy chief know. of staff yeah. and um and so i was legislative director for many years yeah. that was my job um and so a good legislative director's job is to understand the flow of what's going to be happening on the floor, which is the floor of the House of Representatives that week, the following week, and keep the boss up to date on what you're, what's going to be coming. But then also to be looking down the road to see what you can get yourself involved with and try to work on and be able to become a leader uh-huh. on. And so that's what I do is I identify bill ideas and opportunities. I had a team that I was working with, and we identified um, things that we could work on that would help people um, – do better in society and, and have more opportunity. And sometimes it's like, it's stuff I work on battery energy storage, yeah. like and improving and not just in cars, but at grid scale level. Uh, we introduced a bill this week that would, um, so there's this thing called forensic algorithms. And if you are, if you're using DNA evidence to prosecute someone, you, if, they, if it's damaged or old, it's not, you won't get a positive match. So they use algorithms to build it out. And I don't mm. have an opinion on whether this technology mm-hmm. works or not. But um, they have it in place so that defendants couldn't inspect the source code and challenge the oh. actual software used against them. It's crazy to me. Our system is set up where you um, challenge evidence used against you. You're right? allowed to do that in general. And, yeah. uh, and this prevented that. And so we introduced a bill last week that would that would make it so you had to open up the, the software for inspection as well as setting up a testing regime in, in the federal government to look at it. So we get to work on all kinds. good stuff yeah. that will help people that is fundamental and a wide range mm-hmm. too california yeah. is so good with like that kind of stuff <laughs> as a new californian i would like to ask you a question how come california does so many more of these like human services or like great bills than the rest of the country so like i know we had that bill that like outlawed dog breeders and things like that or we had this uber bill how come other states are doing that and it's just california is there something different in our laws that lets us do that as a state or what 
No, I mean, California's structure in many ways is a hot mess. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't however, know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, however, um, we have this like sense of of, of 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 in our society and amongst our politicians, I mean, some of the best bill ideas at the federal level come from California. AB five, which is the bill that would give uh, make uh, uh, like on demand economy employees employees, um, came out of the courts. So it was this ABC test, which said that you have for someone to be a contractor, you have to not fall into A, B, or C, which was this person is. Um, fundamental to your business right so if you guys hired someone to do your you know to do the soundproofing in your in your in your office that's not fundamental to your business that's a one-off right but if you are telling you know uh but for uber drivers they're the drivers that's the business yes, that's right, right. <laughs> and so yeah. and if and a few other kind of tests that went along with it um and so just this really like thoughtfulness about how do we do better yeah. um california is the only state that's i know exciting. that that makes it uh, a misdemeanor to actually for wage violation for other places just a slap on the wrist and a fine and and so you just include that in your daily business operations this is how much it's going to cost me to do wage violation for my employees wow. right like california's great so <laughs> it is so and the budget's doing well like people always say it's like a mess and like in financial ruin and that's not true okay <laughs> okay guys we're moving <laughs> so okay just to triple confirm there's nothing in the california structure of government <laughs> That is different from I mean, any other state that enables it to make all these cool laws. No, California's structure is a hot mess. Do you know that to <laughs> to raise taxes, you have to have two thirds of a, a passage for vote, right? So, like, so whether it's at the state and state ballot or in the assembly, you have to have two thirds to pass. You have a super majority to raise taxes. You only need a majority to lower taxes. However, you can change the state constitution, which is like the fundamental what? structure of the state. With 51% of a statewide ballot. Whoa. That's crazy. That's really that crazy. That doesn't make any sense. And that is a that is an overcorrection. That is like, let's give power to the people to run the government that they want. But like that just breaks the system. The constitution is should be an uh, you should have a supermajority to change, not 51%. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's all in conflict and a mess. Um California does take its state legislature seriously yeah. in that, you know, these are full-time elected officials who are in Sacramento get paid and other states there you know other states you're you're in for like one year every other year for like three months and you get a salary of like per diem right okay and so it's always about how how you how much how how seriously you take your government um you know there's like this never-ending like debate of you know politicians raise their salary we should you know we should impeach them but if you don't have uh politicians who are paid well they are corrupt or they don't take it seriously or it's a bunch of rich people running the show Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. like we need to pay our politicians like a livable salary so they want to participate and raise families and be normal people 100 percent. but gold is a scam so this is like this is a complex thing so i'm gonna and i haven't worked on this in 10 years so i'm gonna try to slowly go through it and i would like to first put out here that a I am not an investment advisor. Mm-hmm. And, oh no, we aren't experts. We're and, scam experts. And I, you know, I'm gonna give you like a quick glimpse of what the gold industry looks like. Yes. But I am not advising you to make any purchase okay. or not. No. Uh, additionally, uh, I have not done further research on Goldline, and and they still mm-hmm. operate. And I've seen some of their commercials, um, but I don't know if how they're operating now. So I can't okay. make an assumption about how they operate now. So let's go back. It's like 2010. And the economy is kind of in a rough place and gold is mm-hmm. spiking. And that has just been a traditional thing that happens in our economy. When stocks go down, gold mm-hmm. goes up. Um, and so I, before Goldline, I actually did some work on cash for gold, which probably a lot of people remember oh, was yeah, I remember you, those commercials. you send in your gold and we'll buy it from you. Mm-hmm. And that was another huge There was problem. one called really? uh, I did gold. a big investigation on them. Which I thought was yeah. great. <laughs> and everyone... Everyone wanted to buy your gold. And I actually did some investigative work on them too. And they were a big problem. They were like losing gold and like offer and then like offering people like, you know, 40 cents on the dollar and then like making it so you couldn't like they just wrote you a check. They didn't tell you what the appraisal was and all this Mm -hmm. hot, weird stuff. And so I did an investigation on that because I thought it was fun. Um, learned a lot about about how the gold industry works, um, how what melt value is. Melt value is how much gold is you know is worth oh, that okay. day, right? So, um, you can look this up relatively easily. The price of gold today, I looked it up for the first time. I was about mm-hmm. is mid fifteen hundred dollars an ounce okay. of gold. Um, 
and they weren't paying anywhere near that. Anyway, so I do this investigation. It's a lot of fun. And my and I've been trying to pitch the two sides of it, like the people who buy your gold and the people who sell you gold. They're, I, I heard that pitch in my ear mm -hmm. of like, this has got to be a scam. Here's another really good telltale sign if it's a scam is if it's some if they're running national television mm. commercials. <laughs> That costs a lot, a lot of, of money. money. Oh, yeah. It is a huge red flag. So I hear it. I didn't I, think of that. Yeah. I don't know how to get into this, but I was watching a lot of Fox News at the time. It, it was it was just something I did for it my job. I watched a lot like, of Fox News. You know, you were young. Yeah, yeah. we all. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was never a point where I was conservative. This was for my okay. job. Let's right. Oh, no, we know. We know. <laughs> but, but this was peak Glenn Beck time when he was at his, like, finest. And I actually... You know, this isn't the the conspiracy theory podcast, so I won't go down like my weird obsession because that I had a real obsession with it until it all got too real in the last few years. So I'm trying to like pull myself out of conspiracy theories. But this was the time when Glenn Beck was at his like zaniest, and on Fridays he would do something called a Founders Fridays, where he like he would just like do this like whole like historical pitch about how the founders envisioned society. Oh, like society. Americans founders? He, it wasn't news. <laughs> it was just nuts. And I remember watching this episode. Wait, is Glenn Beck? I don't know him that I've yeah. never watched him. No. He's super conservative and out there. He has had different personas over the years. He originally yeah. was um like a shock a morning a non-political morning shock jock. Mm -hmm. And then he okay. found religion and he found politics and he came on to Fox News and even for Fox News was out there and called and and then it all started to fall apart when he called Barack Obama a racist, which mm -hmm. is just like a weird thing to mm -hmm. say. No. But he was zany. I remember watching a show, him talking about like WPA arts and how it was really like a, a metaphor for socialism and just like mm. zany things. But so it's Friday when he did Founders Friday and I mean, it's uh -huh. like 430 or something like that. And he is just railing on, on Barack Obama, the economy, it's all going to come collapsing. The quotes are phenomenal. There's like a quote about when the economy collapses. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have you're, you're not going to have anything and you're going to have to start building a fruit cellar that he actually said fruit cellar. That's a weird. What? One. And but he goes on this whole tape when the world ends. Oh, no. yes. fruit not, I have a quote. I have a quote. Um, a quote from Mother Jones. Beck explained on his radio show last November in 2010, you need to think, quote, like a German Jew in 1934, maybe 1931. <gasps> and that and that means thinking about buying some gold. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. And so it gets it even cash worse. Cash mention of the Holocaust. <laughs> so the big thing that really set it off was he's just going off on the economy, collapsing and the dollar, whatever. And then he takes his blackboard, flips it around, and he says, I want to tell you about the three G's. Ladies and gentlemen, that's God, gold, and guns. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. Cut to commercial. Hi, I'm Mark Alberian from Cash from uh, from Goldline International, and I want to tell you about a good investment: buying gold coins. No. So wow, he really just set up this sponsor real well. Yes, it would transition seamlessly into it. So they probably think they're still watching the show. It's still Glenn. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if Glenn has a guest. Exactly. And Glenn Beck is all over all of their advertising material. Glenn Beck would say, "These are the people I trust." to buy gold from <gasps> on his radio show he would talk about he would make assertions about how much you should buy how much you know mm -hmm. gold and i also read yeah. that um when he became sort of very outspoken and nuts about all this stuff um a lot of his sponsors started yeah. canceling their contracts they didn't want to work with him but this gold company just went in deeper <laughs> oh yeah more and more they invested commercial. all their gold coins yeah. In yeah. <laughs> and i also want to put out there that goldline is not the only person in this industry and it's not the only only company that had these problematic connections at the right. time I'm, I'm sure that there probably still are others the 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 bait and switch well I have a weird time, hard time saying the word scam about a company that still operates. I'm going to say bait and switch. This is what the Santa Monica okay. City attorney said. Yeah, or like the, the, the fuzziness yeah. in 2010. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they, there's other companies that operate in this space as well. There were other companies that would go from Goldline to Superior Gold Group to Monix to a, a follow-up commercial by Goldline, right? This was like mm -hmm. – mixed in between, though, was also if you wanted to buy um, – seeds because when the economy collapses you need seeds to plant this was like a very Literal weird time seeds to plant if you, you this need is to... like doomsday prepper ads yeah. this and this is like also like you know this is around the time when zombies are getting big and oh, like no. this is all Wait. a real thing it all feeds in together it's 2010 right <laughs> uh -huh. yeah so this is just like a 
a couple years after the financial collapse. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's really capitalizing on that. Absolutely. And your money could be taken away at any time. Like that kind of Absolutely. Thing. That kind of fear. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, they this whole thing of, you know, if uh you know cash is fiat and it doesn't mean anything and if the economy collapses gold's the only thing you can trade with which i don't know how you trade with gold yeah, also i would trade with food yeah. i would trade with like oxygen tanks yeah. like i would trade with other things so i will say it's funny because all these people like competed against each other and undermined it so the seed people would be like you know what do you need gold for you need <laughs> seeds right like oh my, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know it gets even i mean so there is a long tradition of conservatives and a little and some of the left i can explain some of those two scamming each other like hardcore Mm. the tea party right now doesn't exist for one reason and one reason only it has nothing to do with donald trump it has to do with that they scammed themselves into non-existence no scam packs is a whole different thing so like political action committees yeah everybody hates them because they think they unduly uh influence like government which is true However, there are lots of these PACs that raise millions of dollars that literally give nothing to politics or candidates that pay consultants, which pay the people that run them, which is like a cyclic, yeah, a circular everyone's thing. Yeah, hanging out in the office. Millions of dollars. And so like Tea Party Express and all these other like Tea Party, they like scam themselves into non-existence. Wow. It's, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, reverse mortgages is like another one of these things that like, they're just like a hot mess yeah. of scam. Anyways. Okay. All so right, we're so back don't. to this company yes so founders friday yes Yes. so founders friday you know buy gold you know it's a hedge against um inflation like here's like a the reality about gold is it's actually it is a hedge against inflation and if you talk to anybody they say that you should have uh, a a diversity in your in your portfolio in your assets in your assets fine right um so people call in and they say, you know, I'm worried. I, you know, I watched the show at Glenn Beck. I want to buy gold. I don't know anything about gold. I want to buy $10,000 worth of gold. This is, I'm going to, this is like really how the the setup works. So mm-hmm. I want to buy $10,000 worth of gold. And they're calling they say, into the Glenn Beck okay. show. No, not oh, the Glenn Beck show. They're calling into Goldline gold line okay. at the time in 2010. And so they call in and say, I want to buy $10,000 worth of gold. And it's actually not that difficult to buy gold. Um, mm-hmm. So generally if you buy like a brick of gold let's or bullion is what it's called you can buy bullion coins which are just pure gold they'll sell okay you know ten thousand dollars that'll cost you ten thousand dollars five hundred our markup is five hundred bucks on that right okay super simple right um but they would do this switch where they'd say i can sell that to you or i can sell you what they refer to as semi-numismatic coins numismatic is a term for collector coins collector coins that have a value above just the beanie babies of coins exactly (laughs) do numismatic coins exist which are rare and collectible and they are traded amongst the coin collector community there is no such term as semi-numismatic it is not a real is not a real thing but that is the term that they used and they would say this semi-numismatic coin has a has intrinsic value above the value of the gold um and then I'll get it into a little bit. And this is the reason you should buy it is because uh, if you know, even if gold goes down, it'll hold its value better. However, let me tell you about this. In 1933, FDR confiscated everybody's gold, and it was through the government. And if you hold on to this collector coin, the government can't confiscate it from Whoa. you. This is part of their their pitch. Ev- their pitch. This is the opening pitch. Yeah. And so I want think you should buy these other semi-numismatic coins. But since you're calling me because you're already mm-hmm. afraid because Glenn's making you all nervous, let me tell you something else that'll scare yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's that. And then there's they built on top of that, too. They also said it's a private sale. If you want to sell these collector coins, a private sale versus a coin sale. Profit off, off of a coin sale uh, is taxed at a rate of 28% versus mm-hmm. a stock sale, which would be at 15%, or I don't know what it is since the change in law recently. But it's a higher rate. And so they would imply that you didn't have to pay taxes on it because it's a private sale. Oh my God. Um, and so these people would be like, that sounds good. Let me buy $10,000 worth no. of that, right? And so they would get off the phone thinking they just bought $10,000 worth of gold, when in really, reality, they'd only purchased about $6,000 worth of gold. Okay, guys, we're going to take just a little break for some non-scammy little thingies. excited you guys we have this sponsor that we actually love 
Um, Sue and I, if you haven't noticed, are women, and uh, we're women who get our periods. We are. And did you know that the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products? So most of them don't. That's crazy. So there could be any chemicals... Any kind of like bleach. All inside you. All in your tampons that you're putting in your body. That's so bad. Thankfully, Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. Guys, we really like Lola. And they are funded by women. Exciting. For women. And also their applicators are BPA free. And what I think is so cool is that their cleansing wipes are biodegradable. Haven't you seen those creepy photos of like the America's cleansing wipes that like block up sewer systems? Get stuck in toilets? Yeah. No, that's not this. Um, They're also gynecologist approved and hypoallergenic. Um, I also really like that they deliver. You can pick your subscription type, say what kind of tampons you need, because sometimes you just want a couple lights and a couple supers but not all supers and then they they deliver it to you which is so great for me because I'm constantly forgetting that I get a period my life's so busy all of a sudden I'll be like oh shit my period and and my husband's like you get it every month and I'm like I "I know but there's so much going on that I forget what month I don't know and I mean I could track it I could but Lola will do it for me Yes, and I'm so glad that Lola has tampons that do not have chemicals and they're super transparent about what's in them. There's no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. 100% mm-hmm. organic cotton. Good job, Lola. Yes, and guys, also, if you put in the code SCAM, S-C-A-M, when you visit mylola.com, you get 40% off your first subscription. That's so cool. We want to give you those free tampons. Yeah, um, so, so yeah. For, for, for 40% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter SCAM when you subscribe. Do it. Yay. And weren't the coins? They weren't full gold. They, no. they were mixed with it. No, yeah. yeah, they were mixed, and they were and they were jacked up in price. It didn't matter that they like it was just a ten thousand dollar purchase. I have ten thousand dollars in my savings. I want to buy ten thousand dollars worth of gold, and they're like, sure, we'll send you, ten, we'll sell you ten thousand dollars. Yeah, you can these buy beanie baby coins. of these beanie baby so coins. They weren't selling um, actual gold at all. They were only selling these beanie baby coins. No, no, there's gold in these beanie there, baby There's coins. gold inside, but it's not a gold brick. It's a coin. No, I mean, for the most part, they are solid gold, or relatively solid gold. Oh. But they had a, 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 they were priced up. They were priced higher. Oh, okay. They were, many of the coins were smaller or whatever, but it was, you were getting less for more. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a beanie baby with its head cut off the same yeah, price yeah, as yeah, a regular yeah. beanie exactly. baby. Or uh, with no stuffing in it. No or, st- okay. Uh, right. <laughs> this is really what I can sink my teeth we into. We need a beanie, beanie, beanie baby analogy yeah. to like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. With everything yeah. in life. And and this was widespread and there was more to it. Um, so I re- released a report on this at the time and the report was pretty simple. I literally just went on their website and compared the coins they were selling versus melt value and versus what else I could find online. And on average, it was 90% higher than melt value. Wow. And it was 48, 50% higher than what you could buy from a competitor, right? just online looking. That's not even the call-in prices. And so we released this basic report that said, you know, there's this like weird connection between conservative media selling you, getting you all freaked out about it Mm -hmm. and selling it to you. This like pitch about the government coming for your gold I can get into that to where that comes from. Sure. So it, this is real. This happened in the th- in the 30s, and it was because the dollar was tied mm-hmm. to gold. Mm-hmm. And during the war effort, we didn't want people hoarding wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they passed a law that said people needed to turn it in. One person was ever prosecuted, and it, they, I think it was overturned. Most people turned in their gold willingly. They Would paid you get them, cash for it? Yeah, they paid they okay. paid market value for it. Okay. They just didn't want people hoarding wealth. They just didn't want like gold just inside homes. Because the idea that our our economy was totally based on the gold standard. Mm-hmm. So right. like it would be like people hoarding money during the war effort and mm-hmm. you need money circulating so your economy doesn't mm-hmm. crash. Mm-hmm. The dollar and the and gold are no longer attached. And so oh. who cares if you people hold on to gold? I didn't know they were no longer attached. Not I guess since that makes sense. The like sixties or seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're no longer attached. So your dollar bill isn't necessarily like backed up by a brick of gold somewhere else. That's not the thing anymore. Great. Um, 
conservatives still still really want it that if you the ron pauls of the world believe in the gold standard and will tell you the benefits Mm. of it i don't know that i agree but i i'm not as smart enough to fully understand that (laughs) um but so so there's this like fear that the government is going to come and get you and it's just like not a reality and so Mm -hmm. a, a side note when i was doing research on this I didn't know what numismatic mm-hmm. me meant, especially in this context, right? Mm-hmm. So I had the Congressional Research Service literally write up this report defining nu- semi-numismatic and numismatic in You're the context of this. You can get people to write He's up like, this. like, I'm the government. I, I, yeah. Write up a report <laughs> and this is and the I'm definition. And I'm going to have people, I mean, I'm I'm so <laughs> impressed and it's so exciting. It's and, and I can do this. That's like the beauty of where I am is I can, I can use our resources to understand these like jargon. Yeah. Anyways. So my name still shows up all the time Great. in like weird, like gold conversation blogs because That's this report fun. I had published under my name. Like, I love it. Yeah, the funniest things. Um, all right. So people would leave thinking they'd purchased, right. you know, this money. So they would turn around and gold was going through the roof at the time. I think gold had, had, had doubled or tripled. But the problem was even if gold doubled in value, which was never – which was likely and not going to hold. That's just how stocks and, and mm-hmm. value – they go it up, they go yeah. down. That's the nature of markets. Um, it would – someone who bought this $6,000 worth of gold, if gold doubled, they would barely be breaking even. Oh. Right? So they held on to this stuff and they would go back and try to sell it and be confused that they – why they had done – Also, it doesn't seem very rare if everybody watching Glenn Beck has these coins now. It doesn't seem that it's a special Princess Diana mm-hmm. Beanie Baby. The, the coins were, were had no other value yeah. to them other than that they were being called semi-numismatic. Yes. So we released this report saying that this was – it was – they were using this shady language. The, the markup was too high and that it was just like unholy – like alliance with with conservative radio and TV, although Tom Hartman and other le- lefty liberals were also selling it. They just weren't as successful mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we released this report. Nobody cares. Right. <laughs> nobody cares. Right. Like no. we do a press conference. There's literally no. nobody there. It's kind of sad. No. Um, but I've been doing this for a while, so I know how this stuff works. And so nobody cares. No one re- like we had one article written about it. Glenn Beck goes on his radio show. And has a meltdown. Ooh. Just a because of your article? Total meltdown. So it did get to Much him. Like so it got to him. Melted yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. be here all day, <laughs> folks. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. She will. He has a total meltdown on a show. I have the transcript for it. It's like this funny. That's amazing. He's like, he calls it like a wiener attack and just like Whoa. thinks it's like Whoa. hilarious. And, Someone's uh, got penis issues. going after your and, wiener? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. He goes on this, and then now everybody likes this story because it of has course. conflict. It's got wiener it, issues yeah, in it. And it's it has, so exciting. There's blood in the water. And so we went from getting none of the press to all right. of That's the press. Crazy. Right. And so I immediately start getting phone calls from people who've been victimized, mm-hmm. uh, former employees, and a couple of current employees who still work oh, there. Wow. And so I started getting all this other information about how the scam works. And I have such got compiled Tell such good stuff so uh first off commission right like i always wanted to know wh- what's the incentive to sell the stuff so i had them break down their commission scale for bullion um if you sold five thousand dollars worth of gold bullion your commission was twelve dollars and fifty cents whoa if you sold wow. five thousand dollars worth of uh these collector coins your commission was 250 dollars. so wow. it was 20 wow. times whoa. the rate yeah they had 200 plus employees and they were really aggressive and they were trying to convert you. They did this whole Glenn Beck trusts us. This, the yeah. government will come for your gold, yada, yada. And they had all their sales scripts and all those things. And I got explained to me what a, what a, a TO is. It was a part of their jargon, a takeover and getting the money in. You would get a, a you know, a more senior sales and a takeover and try to like close the sale. The deal, yeah. But even if that salesperson couldn't close the sale, they would do get the money in. And they would do a wire transfer and they would do the wire transfer. And the moment the money came in, they would then go back mm. at you and try oh. to get you to transition during that during that time. For the money's more? already in for, to go to transition more of your purchase from bullion to to coins. Okay. And so it was just super aggressive, super, you know, overboard. Um they actually did get sued and in trouble for representing themselves as financial advisors, which right. to be an investment advisor, you have a fiduciary responsibility. This is a largely unregulated area. We wrote letters to the SEC and CFTC, and they were like, that's not our industry. These are coins. These are collect. They're not a financial. Mm. 
tool. Mm -hmm. You can purchase gold in a financial way. And it's actually, it it, it seems smarter to me, which is what's called an ETF, which is, um, or or a gold future. So ETF is like, they hold onto the gold for you. It's stored and it's, you never really see it, but it's, it follows Mm -hmm. the market. Mm -hmm. Um, and a gold future, obviously, is you agree to purchase gold at a future date at a set mm-hmm. price now. And if the gold goes up or down, oh, okay. you benefit. It's whatever. But this is like physical gold. And that was the big thing Glenn Beck always have physical gold, yeah, right? That's and a have it at home. person. Um, and just this wild, like, it just seems so fly by night and so crazy. And so we were talking to these employees. We got a lot of information. I started working with um, uh, with Dateline and ABC on doing stories, especially with all these these employees. Um, and they did a big piece on it. It was really good. Um, but a few other things that kind of stuck out to me as I was going along was we would argue with these gold line people and they, mm-hmm. they would defend themselves. I mean, they went on with George Stephanopoulos and like mm-hmm. defended their business model. And, um, first thing they would always go to is we have an A plus with the better mm, business bureau. Right. Right. And, and I read all about that. Have, if you guys have been doing better, like yeah, scam stuff for a little while, the crazy. Better Business Bureau and ripoff reports. And a lot of people who are supposed to be good actors protecting people are pretty Scammers. problematic. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was reading about yeah. it that it was so easy to get a good review on oh, the yeah. Better Business Bureau. Oh, yeah. So I called the Southern California Better Business Bureau and because I'd worked with them on other things. I did scam stuff, right? And was like, why does Goldline have A? And their response to me was like, well, I mean, they're a big business. And I, and <laughs> I was big guy. This is literally the conversation I had. And, I, and so me going, what does that mean? Does that mean they have like a lot of uh, transactions versus complaints? And oh. do they settle their complaints? I'm literally like giving them the benefit yes. of the doubt. And his response is just, no, like they're a big business. <gasps> and I'm like losing it, like, like slapping big. my face, right? Well, like my, my forehead. I'm just and I'm shocked. Just, I can't yeah. figure it out. Right. And I'm just like so at a loss. Um, also big praise to consumer reports. They are as above board as you're mm-hmm. going to get. They like pay for their own cars to f- that like they test on. They don't take anyone from anything from anybody. They're dues. So buy a subscription to consumer reports if okay. you like this stuff. Um, but so I'm talking to them. I get off the phone and I just have like lost at this point. Yes. Right. Cause they keep saying, you must also feel like so isolated. Like oh. you are the only one who has all of this information and My, people are confiding in yeah. you and you have this, you just feels like you're sitting on top of this totally. huge, Huge iceberg of yeah. And, and to add on to it, they they were just like sort of lying to me. They said, "Well, there's no government action against it." And I go, "Well, a we're there we're government action, yeah." And like, Missouri I'm the sued government. and won them against them. <laughs> yeah, but there was a court that actually sued and won against them. Whoa. And I'm yeah. like, "How was none of this included?" And so I'm like losing my mind because they was you know they couldn't be that bad. A plus better business bureau, right? Yeah. Couldn't be that bad, and I'm too yeah. tired yeah. to yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. So it's my lunch break, guys. So they can't be that bad. I meet this guy. I start talking with from this better guy. business bureau. No, no. It's like a guy who hates the better business bureau. Okay, hates him like deeply in his soul. He runs like this anti better business bureau website, and he does. He has this like hobby of comparing businesses in a region that like their scores and how they got them. And they'll be like, this AT&T store has an A plus this AT&T store has uh, a C minus. They, they both have the same amount of complaints. Why is this different? Right. And so some of them are verified and some of them are aren't. And I realized that the verification means they paid to become a member of the better business. And so I'm working with this guy and he has an idea and him and I start brainstorming and, uh, he decides to register two businesses and and create these two businesses, fake businesses, don't exist. And he registers them and pays for membership with the Better Business Bureau. One is a sushi place in downtown L.A., mm-hmm. doesn't exist, gets an A-, minus $450 later. <gasps> um, the second one, though, he starts a business named Hamas. And their business model, I think it's something like we help disaffected youth find meaning in life or something like that, oh, no. yeah. registers Hamas for $450 Gets an A minus. A minus. And so obviously we start leaking that around and showing that like wow. it's a pay for play operation. I read operation. that article. That's amazing. And it was so much fun to do so that. Crazy. And that's a whole other story. But we ended up doing some stuff on that. Dateline did a big piece on it. And the Southern California Better Business Bureau got disbanded and kicked out of the Federation. Hey, yeah. Because the government, Yuri, the government <laughs> took control. <laughs> Yuri wins. Yeah. Yuri, you can be our government. <laughs> I'm just going to run by all my questions with you. I'm like, Yuri, look, you're my government. <laughs> Tell me what to do. <laughs> Am I getting scared? I mean, so, he's from California. So, so he is fun. my government. So Yeah, he is. <laughs> he wins. And so uh, this is all going on. And I'm just talking to people. And I uh, I start talking with the Santa Monica City attorney. 
and he had already brought an action against Superior Gold Group. They had a different scam. Their scam was they were selling gold and then not giving anybody gold, right? <laughs> they didn't actually have any gold. No, no. That's a kind of a different level. That's so old time. Yeah, like, yeah. Psych, we don't have it. <laughs> I'm gonna go pedal off. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it was but it was like very modern, like like read of how they they like they uh they like rated their con- they had like Lamborghinis and Ferraris and it was just like so funny, but they yeah. weren't selling anything. You're getting all this money. Yeah. So they went after them. And so I was just like, well here's our research on 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 gold line. Um, you know, let me connect you with some people. And he went after them and got in. And so first he charged them with 19 criminal counts. Great. And brought that against them. Um, and then they ended up settling for four and a half million dollars for current victims and eight hundred thousand dollars for future victims. They also were required to hire the court appointed attorney to sit on and all their sales meetings to make uh, undercover calls and that they, and then like they changed their script. They were no longer allowed to bring up the 1933 confiscation. Nazi Holocaust issues. Can't bring that up. So they were, so they had to get rid of all that stuff. It was a five year injunction um, possibility of ending in three years if they were good. Um, And it was a big win. It was a really, really big win. Goldline put out a press release that said cleared of all, you know, of all charges, right? Of course. It's fun it their own way. Yeah. You Um, need that press release if you're a gold company. (laughs) And uh, and so it was was a very good day. Um, I don't know how they're operating anymore. I know that I have seen Glenn Beck commercials that are for Goldline that are just as out there. He's selling a, a product right now that is like a gold block that can be broken off into smaller pieces so that when the government collapses you can trade fractions of gold wow he yeah. might as well be selling tin cans yeah, like yeah, yeah. you could also trade tomatoes like you could also trade bar. penicillin yeah. i know so all of that stuff still exists so but i don't know how i don't know what their i don't know what their op, their modus operandi is for selling to consumers anymore i hope that they're not making these anti-government claims but who knows? So is Glenn Beck. I mean, he does commercials for them. He's a paid p- spokesperson for them. So it's it's a whole like. So, so when I was working on this, he had been a paid spokesman for them, and there are others. I just want to know, like, when he had that segment on his show, the founding whatever, was that a paid yeah. endorsement or is that something he really believes in? So he was at that point. He was not a paid spokesman. Okay. He was one of the only. Fox News had rules about being paid spokesmen. Uh-huh. Um, but he, there were still testimonials all over their website. You know how, when you start researching these groups that when, you know, all of your like banner ads become something yeah. different, Oof, right? Like yes. all of my banner ads for months were gold line and they were like pictures of Glenn Golden Beck. Gun. Yeah, yeah. I was just <laughs> all over the place. It happens yeah. all the time. Uh, in, so at the, by that time he was not a paid spokesman. He has since departed with Fox news, has his own Glenn Beck network oh, right. that like, and, and so he is still doing advertisements for them. They don't get many views. I mean, they ha- they were a pretty sophisticated operation between like you know two hundred fifty paid salesmen. They had a radio show called the American Advi- like Investment Advisor, mm-hmm. which was on like one hundred and fifty radio stations, which is basically native yeah. advertising, right? Glenn Beck had a relationship with these people. Uh, you know, he says he bought all of his gold from them. You know, his argument was, oh, I'm such scamming other people. How come I didn't scam myself? And something tells me that he's not paying. That would be hilarious. That would be good times. Yeah. So it's so crazy because basically, and I guess it is similar to the 1930s, we had this huge crash in 2007, and then America was terrified. And then these companies just jump at the chance to oh. say, and this is also what you should be afraid of. Yeah. And if the you know housing market can crash, everything else can, can crash. Our agriculture can crash. You need to buy seeds. Like mm-hmm. it was just um, fueled on fear. Yeah. This whole scam. Absolutely. Oh, and there's you know one more interesting thing, right? This gets to the like it sounds like nonsense. It probably is. Uh, so when I would argue with this with the, the CEO, we'd we'd have the boss go and argue with him. I would always say the markup was like 70%. Mm-hmm. And but it ranged, right? And he would go on and he'd say, Our spread is 35%. What does that mean? So here's this like fascinating thing. It's like sell price versus purchase yeah. price, right? And so if you have if they bought their gold for seven hundred dollars and sold it to you for a thousand dollars, they would buy it back to you from you for seven hundred dollars, right? Which is the spread. Mm-hmm. If you think of a markup, a markup from $700 to $1,000 is like 42% of a, of a markup. Mm-hmm. They're just like changing the way they refer to it. They would never say our, 
our markup is. They would never use the word markup. markup. They would never dispute our markup. They would just change it to this other term to that sounds spread? spread. Yeah. Which sounds like an Excel sheet. Yes. And it make it sound smart. And you're like, oh, I, 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 there's a lot of columns in an Excel Things sheet. I'm would sure it's right. B- bang my head just like trying to like yes, and understand. You're, and you're, I'm not a fi- I'm not a financial expert, you know. No, like, but you're using the real words and they're coming up with these new crazy words. So well they're it's a fine it's a financial term. Right. And, and they're not selling a financial product officially. Otherwise it'd be regulated by the SEC okay, or the CFTC. Really it is, it is yeah. a it's a coin. And it's a it it has it's like a token. It's it's token, mm-hmm. right? And it and has the value of the gold. They always say it's American. They always say like from American minted. From American minted. That's real. Is that? That's real. Okay, so, so the, the uh, American minted coin, like uh, gold bullion coins in America, are regulated by the federal government, and there is a percentage that has to, of quality that has to go into them. So oh, that's real. The quality of making the coin. But okay. they they really enjoy selling a lot of foreign made coins, and they're yes, they're made I by saw foreign that in the governments. About the Franco, the Swiss francs, yes, whatever, and those have lower quality. Quantities right. of gold in them, um, right. so they're trying to get you to buy. And, you know, and it, it it sounds like a foreign coin, so it's got to be more collectible. Yeah, yeah. So, moral of the story for our listeners is: don't buy gold, and don't buy gold. No, no, don't buy gold from the TV. Yes, don't buy gold from the TV. Don't I can go. Buy- I'm not saying don't buy gold. I'm yeah, not an investment advisor, not. and maybe gold is the correct product for you. Just be yeah, very who knows. <laughs> be no TV very gold. Wary no. But of- <laughs> if you if you had the opportunity, don't buy a beanie baby with its head cut off either. <laughs> so like that's like you know you want to know that you're getting the full beanie. Yes, TV yes, gold yes. is beanie babies. <laughs> this is crazy. Do you have any advice for somebody who is? When you talk to a financial advisor, when you talk to somebody who's telling you that they basically know better, like what what are some of the things that you look for are sort of red flags you have to hear or yeah listen for? Well, there's a term to so to be a fiduciary is a is a term, and that person has a responsibility in every piece of advice they give you to for your personal uh, investment health, right? Okay. So they they if if they are directing you to make a decision based not on whether you will profit from it, but whether they will profit from it, that's illegal. So you could be talking to a salesperson and you can say, are you a financial advisor? None of them are. None of them are. And that's a good question though. And if you were like getting these phone calls or if people are advertising, you could be like, well, are you an official financial advisor? Mm -hmm. You know? So, I mean, I will say that a lot of these people could have found out some of this by, by just comparing prices. And a lot of them did. Right. And that's how a lot of people figured out they were scammed because a lot of people will hold on to gold for many years and not sell it, and not realize they're being scammed until they sell yeah. it. But uh, it, you, if you just look around a little bit, you could have seen that the same things were available much cheaper somewhere else. Um, and, you know, <coughs> I, with anything you're purchasing, especially if it is some sort of investment, if someone is running um, is running national advertising, which is very expensive. And tell and it's basically making it seem like there's no way you can lose. Mm-hmm. You're losing already. <laughs> there is a problem there, and you should do some due diligence because okay. the stock market um, is not magic. Mm-hmm. Some people right. win, some people lose. It's an investment. You have to be be intelligent. Think about what you're doing. Every other investment you make is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to think about what it is. Everybody in every scenario, somebody wins and somebody it's not loses. Easy. Yeah. Yes. So do you? Where were places that you – where are some key places online that you can sort of do these extra checks? Like are there websites people can go to? Can you just go into like a government – a simple government website? Like are there, are there ways that people can sort of do that comparison on their own? Yeah, super complicated because you would think that there is an industry set up to help consumers and Better Business Bureau is not one of them. No. Um, Consumer Reports is the best. Really, okay. They are a nonprofit who have this mission of protecting consumers. They are not – they are not captured by industry. Um but you go to ripoff reports, and ripoff reports is another one. You go to ripoff reports, and it's a lot of people complaining, but you can go on. I don't know if you can anymore. This was at the time. You could go on, and you could pay, and they would claim that they had done an investigation of the company and found no wrongdoing. Hmm. And right. they would put that at the top of on ripoff reports, ripoff right? Reports like, is a ripoff. I don't yeah. understand how people think this is okay to like build a network of ripping off people who are trying to understand whether they're being ripped off. That is nuts. (laughs) That is actually nuts. I can't. Oh my God. Well, thank you, Yuri, for fighting the good fight. You're a hero. Fighting for justice. I appreciate it. Guys, set a Google alert for Yuri's bills (laughs) because they're probably amazing. Yuri, um, where where can people find you? Social handles, anything you want to? Yuri Backelman, you can find me easily. Great. That's just my, my, my Twitter, Instagram. Thank you. Yuri, you're a hero today. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Yeah, thank you all so much for having me. You're welcome. Yuri, thank, thank you, you so, so much. Thank you so much, Yuri. So yes, um, this was a great episode, and it just goes to show you that people are fighting corruption at every level. <laughs> and as you know, fans of ScamWow, listeners of ScamWow, we expect you to do the same. And we expect you to be... <laughs> We'd like you all to create your own bills. Yes, our eyes and ears and correspondents on the street reporting on scams. So thank Guys, you. yes, thank you so much. We're connecting with everybody on Instagram and um, messaging and everything. And we just really appreciate it and just keep them coming. We- yeah, we're ScamWow Podcast on all the things, including, I mean, Twitter, Instagram, um, and including Patreon. And we just started a, a little shop on Public. And we have some like designs up. They're coming along. I have one up that says Daddy Fox because how can we forget <laughs> you that? Can't. We can't. I'm gonna get one up that says um, not crazy, just hungry. Great. So it's a work in progress, you know? But if you go on T Public and you search ScamWow, you can find you can find some of our stuff on there. Yes. Um, and as always, if you have scams for us, you can email us at scamwowpodcastgmail.com. You can call our hot tip hotline at 347-509-9414. Thank you so much, guys. I want to say a big thank you um, to a bunch of men for this episode. And usually we're real cranky at you men. But today we have a special thank you to Jack, um, who is now taking care of my baby, Lewis, <laughs> because it's too expensive to have a babysitter. Our babysitter fall through. So thank you, men, for being wonderful today. Yes, thank you. to Jack is um, producer Kate's husband, and he stepped yes. up with the childcare today. And, uh, and should we take a, playing um, with Lewis all day. Uh, should we take a minute to applaud men? Yes. I can't thank believe you. I'm doing you know this. What? I can't believe I'm I doing know. this. I know. Usually we're real skeptical, but these are some wonderful men in our lives, and we're really grateful. Yes. Good job, guys. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.